Hello, Happy New Year and welcome to the WWE versus AEW podcast. I am your host, Daniel, as ever. Yeah, so like we said, Happy New Year. We are 2020 is behind us all now. I'm sure people are delighted by that. And yeah, we're in 2021. Everyone have a good New Year's Eve. Mm, I didn't really do much myself. Um, but yeah, it was. we're in over in the UK. We are, well, my part of the UK, like the majority is in tier four, which means bars shut, pub shut, snooker rolls. I love a good snooker game of snooker. Snooker rolls shut. Um, yeah, everywhere you can imagine. Sure, still supermarkets are open for all the middle-aged people who want to go there every day to do their daily shops. Do you know what I mean? They they're all right doing all that stuff, but yeah, all these people. Oh, make sure you've got your mask on, which is fair enough. Whatever. Yeah, but they're all in there every day doing their shopping. So if they were clearly that bothered, they would shop online. But hey, I'm not here to complain about the whole COVID situation. Done enough of that. Hopefully. Hopefully by summer, I can get me to Magaluf, get me to Benidorm, maybe even get me to a few wrestling shows um, along the way. Euro 2021, or is it even called Euro 2020? That is what I'm looking forward to this year. Um, getting back on North End, something else I'm looking forward to this year. But yeah, that's just me. I'm sure everyone's different in what they want out of the upcoming year. But yeah, um, on today's show, we're going to be previewing what? Looks to be one of the biggest weeks in wrestling for probably since the pandemic era struck, really. I mean, we've got, as we're going on, all the shows at, as we're speaking, sorry, all the shows at Corican Hall are going on. Um, All Japan had their New Year's New Year's Wars night one last night. I'm going to be checking that out hopefully later today. Um, New Year's Wars night two is tomorrow. Um, I've not actually looked at the card, but usually Kenta Miyahara has usually a really good um, defence on these shows, um, so that's definitely worth checking out. You've got Noah on, um, what is it, Monday, they usually go head-to-head with Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so yes, yeah, speaking of Wrestle Kingdom, we have got Night 1 on Monday um, in the UK. I think it's basically Night 1 and Night 2, um, UK time is 8am, um, so Eastern, that would be, Jesus, that would be 3am Sunday going on to Monday and Monday going on to Tuesday. Pacific, I think you're lucky. I think do you get um eleven o'clock midnight start. So yeah, it's doable. It's doable staying up live if you're in the states. Um, if you're Pacific time, if you're Eastern time, it's a brutal start time, three o'clock. Um, I myself though, I am self-employed, so I am going to get up nice and early. Maybe go on a nice morning run. Um, get myself freshened up. 8 o'clock, 8 a.m., I'll be watching Wrestle Kingdom, and then hopefully dinner time, I will be at work, get a few hours in, get them pennies in, ready for the big year ahead. Um, we've got night two, as I said, on Tuesday. Um, we've also got the a, the rearranged AEW. Um, now, let me get, I'm sure I'm going to get this wrong at some point. New Year's Smash, yeah, New Year's Smash from AEW, that's Wednesday night, night one, and New Year's Evil, <laughs> it's funny though, it makes me laugh, New Year's Evil and New Year's Smash, going head to head from, New Year's Evil is the NXT show, that's Wednesday night, so I'm just going to start um, by talking the plans for the show, so this show, we're just going to preview those shows for you, um, and then Monday evening, I will have the Wrestle Kingdom night one, recap show up, ready for you to listen to, Tuesday, will be night two's recap, that will be up, um, 
and then I'm going to have to smash some work during the week. But I will probably watch um, the NXT and the AEW shows. I'm on a little bit late over here, for me at least. Um, so I'll be watching those Thursday. So I'm hoping to get those recap shows up, up by Friday. So yeah, so you've got this preview show. Monday, you will have the Wrestle Kingdom Night 1 recap show. Tuesday, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. And by Friday, I will have the New Year's Smash and New Year's Evil recap shows up. Um, so, yeah, so make sure you subscribe so you will get alerted when these shows are up. YouTube, just search WWE versus AEW podcast or search Daniel Neutral Wrestling. Neutral Wrestling? Neutral Wrestling. Um, Twitter on Twitter, at WWE versus AEW. Um, Apple Podcast. If you just search WWE versus AEW into Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we are the first thing that will come up. Um, also, it'll be on the Neutral Wrestling feed as well. So just search WWE versus AEW or Neutral Wrestling into your whatever podcast you use. If you use Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. We're going to go through some of the shows in a minute. Um, but yeah, as this is the first show of the year. I just want to say thank you to all our followers on Twitter. I think we're at, last time I looked, just over 17,500 followers on Twitter, which is pretty mind-blowing. Um, we're not too far, a couple hundred off a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, the Patreon, the Patreon's doing well. Thanks to everyone who's contributed. That's www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling. Um, so yeah, so before we get into previewing the shows, I want to talk about, just briefly, because I don't really want to do a review of the show, because I have all the shows to do a full recap, this ain't really one of them, um, the Brody Lee tribute show on Thursday night, and I, I, I just think the way AEW handled that show, as you'll have seen as I put on Twitter, on the Twitter account, they, they've set the bar for tribute shows, that was... The Eddie Guerrero tribute show is probably the best one I've seen of WWE. But that tribute show from AEW on Wednesday night, I watched it Thursday morning, Wednesday night, was just, it was just fantastic. We had the Dark Order in all the tag matches. It was just handled perfectly. They all came out at the start of the show. Um, the video package at the end was phenomenal. Um, the way at the end of the show where they um, retired the, that version of the TNT Championship and gave it to Bro- gave it to Brody Junior um, was just it was just a great great moment. Um, we also had for me I'm going to be honest I think I'm calling it a classic match. If you disagree you disagree, but that is a match that will live long in the the memory. We had um, Hangman Page, um, Reynolds and John Silver in a six man tag. Um, against MJF, Santana, and Ortiz. And the match was just brilliant. And Silver just absolutely shone. I mean, there was like, what, just under a 1,000 people in Daly's place, but he just stole that match. Hangman Page was great. Um, it was just, it was fantastic. We had MJF, who's flipping off Brody Lee's son at the time. You're thinking, ugh, did we really need that? But to get the payoff at the end of the match where Brody Jr. smashes him with the kendo stick... Absolutely, you needed that to have for it to have that effect. And then John Silver hits Brody Lee's um, basically his his lariat, which is a very big, powerful move, um, to win the match. And it was just it was just a really fun six man tag. But I don't know. Put it this way: I'll be honest with you. 
I can't remember that the last time a wrestling match put a tear in my eye. It literally, I had tears in my eyes at the end of that match. So, for that, it's a classic, memorable match. I know many people were the same. It was a very, it was the most emotional match on the show. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a classic match. Go out, if, if, if for some bizarre reason you haven't seen it, go out of your way to see it. Um, but I, I've spoke to a few people about this and I think overall, I do think, although it's nothing to do with, the, um, do you know what I mean? You don't want to be talking about this while we're talking about such a serious subject as the passing of a wrestling great such as Brody Lee. I do think that show will play its part. I think we'll look back in fears. I think it will help play its part in the transition of maybe more casual wrestling fans over to the AEW side as opposed to the WWE side. I mean, with WWE, if they did a show like that, which they, for one they wouldn't be able to do, but if they did, we'd be questioning motives, we'd be... Do you know what I mean? With AEW, they fully, they're fully gaining the trust of the majority of wrestling fans. Do you know what I mean? We, we, tr- we now trust AEW to handle something like this, second to none. We don't, when like, they're doing all these like, do you know what I mean, nice touches to bro- to Brody's family. We're not saying, yeah, but what's the motive behind it? What, what, what are they doing it for? We, do you know, it's just, it's just second to none. And I do think it is going to have effect. I mean, Here's something. So all the WWE wrestlers, a lot of the WWE wrestlers, if it was Daniel Bryan, Bailey, numerous others were tweeting about the show. And now, to say there would be wrestlers in WWE that maybe don't respect AEW, they're on the WWE side. They have no respect for AEW. But I'm pretty sure all of them will after that show. There shouldn't be a WWE wrestler that doesn't respect AEW and Tony Khan for that show on Wednesday night. So that is something that will have changed. Do you know what I mean? If, if I'm a WWE wrestler, I want to go and work for Tony Khan. I'm thinking, why am I? And I'm a big WWE fan, but I'm thinking to myself, why do I want to work for Vince McMahon, who's, do you know what I mean? Just, well, we know what Vince McMahon's like as a person. His booking has been sketchy, <laughs> to put it mildly, in recent times. So if I'm a WWE wrestler, I want to work in AEW. I do. I really do. Um, and I do think this is a show that we're going to look back on five, ten years when the books are coming out, uh, we whatever's happening, where we say, yeah, that was a big moment in the in the emergence of all elite wrestling. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that that was basically what I want to say on the Brody Lee tribute show. Is still still can't believe what actually happened in the last seven days. Still can't get my head around it. I've ordered my. I'm sure like many others visited shopaw.com i didn't get the um exalted to heaven t-shirt i just got the um the purple and black um brody t-shirt that um that the young bucks were wearing in their opening match um yeah i was thinking this is another idea maybe AEW could do for this i know like they're doing all the proceeds to um the family um for the for this shirt a pro wrestling season i thought maybe i've noticed AEW started releasing dvds of the pay-per-views a big chunk of wrestling fans love collecting a good DVD. And I was thinking maybe they could release this show on DVD and have it that all the proceeds for that go to uh, Brody's family. Just a little idea. Um, but yeah, I'd certainly purchase it because, like I said, this was one of the most memorable wrestling shows. For me, I'm not, I don't think I'm going overboard. One of the most memorable wrestling shows of all time. It was the most emotional wrestling show I can remember. And it's one that will live long in the memory. It was just. I don't know, I, literally, I, I was a mess watching this show, I was a mess, 
Um, and yeah, it was just perfect. I mean, uh, the song that um, Tony Khan put out that the um, purchase for the tribute video. I mean, I can't even think of the name of it now. But you're saying that he's purchased it. That was. I remember Eddie Guerrero's tribute video. Was it was it Three Doors Down, something like that. Um, I heard myself today. That song, yeah. Hopefully, I've got it right. But that song always sticks in my mind from the Eddie Guerrero tribute video and the one that they use for Brody Will do as well. I bet you're thinking, what's this guy going on? But that's something I remember from being a devastated 14 year old lad when I found out about the passing of Eddie Guerrero. And yeah. So yeah, so that that's the Brody Lee tribute. So I just want to I just want to finish off by saying absolute just brilliance from AEW, brilliance from AEW. Um, they speaking transition wise. Let's go on to New Year's Smash. This show was originally meant to take place on Wednesday night, but they did the Brody Lee tribute show instead, which was the right choice. Um, Meltzer was saying that him and Tony Khan um, were on the phone Sunday night, and by Monday morning, Tony Khan ripped up the script. And decided um, to just completely revamp the show. And the fact that he did this show in, on two days' notice is just incredible. Um, so, yeah. So, let's... New Year's Smash. Let's get into the new year and let's get into this massive week of wrestling. We're going to go through New Year's Smash, NXT, and finish off with Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so, yeah. New Year's Smash. I mean, look, I'm looking at this card now and it's it's a good card. It's a really good card. We've got in the main event, I'm expecting, Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix. For the AEW World Title, this is the match that just doesn't seem to wanna doesn't seem to wanna happen, does it? Um, I think they've meant to be fa- they were meant to face each other in that um, titles tournament leading into Full Gear. Never happened. Um, Phoenix got injured in his match against Pentagon Junior, so um, Pentagon took his place and faced Omega. These two had a match. Mm, they had a match in Triple A last January time, I think. I didn't actually see that match, um, but I did see the match from one of the independents in New York, New Jersey, um, about two years ago now, and they had an absolutely incredible match. It was Omega versus Phoenix. I think it was, is it called Northeast Wrestling or something like that? Go and check that match out. That was a great match. Um, but if they can top that match on Dynamite on Wednesday night, they've got a big job. But this is a dream match. I've wanted to see AEW do this match for ages. Ray Phoenix, as I have blabbered on about on this podcast since we started, what, a few years ago, Ray Phoenix should be right at the top of the AEW roster. He should be there, Ray Mysterio. Um, He is absolutely phenomenal in this match. Wish it was in front of, like, a packed arena, but it's not. But they're going to have an absolutely great match. Obviously, you'd expect Omega to retain the title here. Um, we've got John Moxley scheduled to return to AEW television for the first time since he dropped the belt to um, Omega at the Winter Winners Coming show. So yeah, they, you know what I mean. It's not with AEW; they don't necessarily. Do you know what I mean? They're not. It might not be a Moxley promo. They're just letting us know Moxley's going to be on the show. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if Moxley. Um, is out during the Omega Phoenix match or in the aftermath. Um, so yes, we've got Moxley coming back. We've also got Snoop Dogg appearance. I think he was scheduled to be on commentary. I'm not sure if that's happening now. Um, Chris Jericho has been confirmed for commentary. Maybe just have them both on one of the matches. Maybe for the Jake Hager versus Wardlaw match or the Cody Rhodes Matt Seidel match. Have those two on commentary together. Um, so, along with the World Championship match, the women's title is being defended. Hikaru Shida versus Abaddon. Um, I can't really work out this Abaddon character. I'll be honest, I don't really 
the AEW women's division. People defend it. People criticise it. I'm on the side of criticising it. I don't think it's very good. And Ikarashi is by far the best worker. I mean, they, it's not their fault. They do have a lot of green wrestlers. But it does like Anna Jay. Anna Jay, Tayanora Conte. They looked really good for their experience levels on the uh, Brody Lee tribute show. But they do need to get some more women in. That should be the big part of the TNA relationship, the impact relationship that they can maybe get. Like you do, like said, Diana Perazzo, um, Jordan Grace in. Because Ikarashida needs opponents. She's been the champion now since May. And I can't really think of, like, a really good title defence, except, like, I think the Thunder Rose match was all right. I mean, we've got Thunder Rosa um, feuding with Britt Baker. Hikaru Shida needs to be feuding one of these. I want to see the Hikaru Shida-Britt Baker feud, but it looks like they're going with Thunder Rosa-Britt Baker first, which will be a good match. I think that's on night two of New Year's Smash. Um, we've also got an eight-man tag, the Young Bucks and SCU versus the Acclaimed and TH2. Um, I'm going to start, this would be a good match, probably open the show books usually in the opener, make it really exciting. Um, the Acclaimed are, the, I can see the green, yeah, I feel like people are thinking that it's not really working at the moment, but when their music hit after that opening, there's something about their entrance that I think, I think is going to catch on. Maybe not now, maybe not in a few months. I think it's going to catch on with the audience in about six months or 12 months. Like now people are complaining, but I think it might be a little bit like the Dark Order, but on like maybe a lower scale where people aren't so sure about them. But I do think they're going to get over with this gimmick. I really do. Um, so yeah, they acclaimed it. Just, I can't explain it. When the music hits, it sort of like sucks the air out of the, out of the building. And that ain't necessarily a bad thing. Not always. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. So, yeah, this should be a good match. I'm looking forward to seeing the Acclaimed again um, in there with the Young Bucks. Have the Acclaimed the Young Bucks in there together all the time. Uh, the Acclaimed working with SEU, is it Kasarian and Daniels in this match, can only be good for them as well. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Matt Seidel. I'm sure these two will have faced each other in WWE. Um, this should be a good match, yeah. Matt Seidel, they're both good workers. Um, obviously, Cody's going to win this match. Um, probably like go oh, 8 to 10 minutes should be good and the match a lot of us have been waiting for the big lads match Jake Hager versus Wardlow excited to see this one this should be should be good it's been, I really Wardlow's going to be a top guy in this company babyface top babyface in probably about 18 months to 2 years definitely I'm looking forward to see how he gets on he'll probably play the role as babyface in this match I would think um now, right, so that's New Year's Smash Night 1. That looks like it's going to be a really good show, really good way to kick off the year for AEW. When AEW had their first show 12 months ago in Daly's Place, their first TV taping at Daly's Place, who would have thought we'd have had, what, 30? 30, at least, Dynamites in here since, at least, probably even more. Um, so, yeah, so let's get on to New Year's Evil NXT. Now, I haven't been watching NXT for the last four weeks since... Since about December, November time, it, it became clear that this WWE versus AEW podcast that I do, NXT just isn't a big deal anymore. It's not AEW versus NXT. It's not Dynamite versus NXT, even though NXT, NXT is purely there to take viewers off Dynamite, yeah? The bigger picture is Dynamite and AEW against Raw and SmackDown. I know that might sound stupid because... The, um, SmackDown gets double the amount of viewers, Raw gets about, what, 60% more, but... 
as we've heard about the 18 to 49 demographic, AEW's touching Raw with this. Yeah? So, that going forward, there's just not much reason to talk about NXT. I'm only going to talk about NXT on the show when it's one of these signature shows um, or a takeover. So, that the card for this is um, NXT Championship match. Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly 2. They had that great match at TakeOver. Um, where O'Reilly broke the nose, broke the jaw of Finn Balor. Well, that was like three, four months ago. Crazy. Um, so that should be a really good match. Um, we've got NXT Cruiserweight Championship match. Santos Escobar versus Grand Metalik. Escobar's really good. Grand Metalik can be great. So that's going to be good. A last woman standing match. Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. That, that should be good. That should be good. Raquel Gonzalez improved a lot. Rhea Ripley's really good. Should be on the main roster by now, as we've said. Um, fight pit match, Thatcher versus Champa. I'm not sure if it'll be as good as that really, really good um, Thatcher Matt Riddle match the uh, week before Riddle moved up to the main roster back at the start of June. Um, but that should be really good. Really looking forward to seeing that one. And then we've got the return of Karrion Cross um, in the ring, unless he's appeared the last few weeks against Damian Priest. So this is a really, really, this is takeover level card. This. Well, that is a very... I didn't realise, actually. It's the first time I've actually properly looked at it. That is a very, very good card. Probably better than the AEW card. That will be interesting to see which show. NXT could easily get more viewers than AEW this week. Because that card is pretty fucking special. Um, uh, wow. What? Then those two shows are going to be great. They are going to be great. Cross Priest is going to be a good match. Thatcher Champert... Really good match. Ripley Gonzalez can't see it being anything less than three stars. Escobar and Metallica are going to kill it. Balor and O'Reilly is a guaranteed great match. Omega Phoenix is going to be really good. Hager Wardlow is going to be interesting. The Young Bucks in a tag match is always going to be exciting. So yeah, we've got those two shows on Wednesday night are looking, they're looking really good, aren't they? Um... So yeah, so that's it. That's for Wednesday night. Wednesday night. So as I say, the Wednesday night review of those two shows, I'm hoping to have it up Friday morning, maybe Friday evening, um, so check your podcast feeds for that. Subscribe on Apple Podcast at WWE versus AEW. Right, um, when we come back, we're going to talk about one of the biggest wrestling shows of the year. Devastated that I can't be there. And that is Wrestle Kingdom 15 from the Tokyo Dome. Hello, back on the show. Hope you have filled up your drinks for part two, which, as we said before the break, we are going to be talking Wrestle Kingdom 15 from the Tokyo Dome. Um, so I'm going to be previewing that those two shows now. And uh, I'm sorry, just thinking then, man, I'm gutted saying it. I'm previewing it. So my mate Neil, he went to Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom would be Wrestle Kingdom 13. Um, and he was pestering me to go, and I, I wanted to go, but that year we was going to um, WrestleMania 35 in New York, which obviously, living in the UK, it's a big deal, isn't it? Um, my business wasn't going as well as it is now, um, but so I didn't have as much money, so WrestleMania, that was a big trip, in it? To New York from the UK, it was like a good couple of grand, at least, um, for everything. Um, so, yeah, so I didn't go to Wrestle Kingdom, he went to both. Um, he did well to get them in really before the pandemic 
Um, but yeah, he went and he said it was amazing. He preferred going to attending the Wrestle Kingdom shows more than he did WrestleMania in New York. Uh, maybe not the WrestleMania we attended in New Orleans because that was just that was just amazing. But um, yeah, he said it's really really great in Tokyo, and we was planning on going. Oh, I'm so jealous he was there for that Omega Tanahashi match. Um, he was there for that really good JY Okada match. He was at the All Japan shows. So yeah, he was smashed in the pub as he keeps telling me he was smashed in the pub next to the Tokyo Dome. I will be there next year. Me and him have made this, Val. If we can, we're going. I said this, you've heard this on the podcast before. It was meant to be going last year. Last year, I actually purchased tickets. Purchased tickets. 100 quid each, yeah? For Wrestle Kingdom last year. Two-night show, Liger's retirement. Uh, one by one, for whatever reasons, fair enough. Um, there was four of us meant to be going. And one by one, everybody dropped out. So it was just me, and I thought, well, it's a sign. So I didn't go. Because of then I thought, well, I'll be able to go to WrestleMania in Tampa because I had all the tickets for that. Then the pandemic struck and I couldn't go. So, yeah, what an awful decision it was to not just go on my own. If we'd have known then what we know now, for one, I'd have drank a lot more pints before the pandemic. And two, I'd have gone to fucking Wrestle Kingdom last year. Um, but, hey, there you go. I would have seen Miyahara against Jake. Is it Miyahara Jake Lee last year? Yeah, it was at the... Uh, all Japan show, Go Shiozaki had a great match on the Noah show, I watched that, I watched that not too long ago, um, oh, Osprey, Osprey against Hiromu, Liger's last match, that Liger retirement ceremony, Ibushi against Okada, which I didn't like as much as some people, but I fucking loved Okada and Naito the next match, um, I actually got my post, speaking of Okada and Naito, I got a poster in the post the other day, um, from Rev Pro's website, of the Wrestle Kingdom... 12 um, Okada and Naito headline show. So, yeah, I'm just full of random stuff tonight, aren't I? Um, but, yeah, I'm telling you, if this pandemic hopefully comes in, I will be, we will be in Tokyo this time next year. It will be, will it be this time next year? We're on the 2nd at the time of recording. I'll have probably just recovered from my New Year's Eve hangover. We'll be at the All Japan show. We will be at the All Japan show now, sinking some beers watching some great wrestling so yeah hopefully instead of being sat recording this in i will be in tokyo but instead i'm in lovely lancashire where it is snowed outside the other day took me dog you might have seen that video and um, took my little girl up to uh, pendle hill and we went sledging so yeah that was great to be fair i had a great day absolutely fantastic day with the little girl yesterday and um, going sledging so that was brilliant and then day two here struck back down to earth as Nottingham Forest hit a smash and grab and beat North End 1-0. But hey, not that you probably care, but it's my podcast, and if I want to update you on my life, that's what I'm going to do. Where have I even gone here? I've gone completely off topic. Wrestle Kingdom 15, Monday. As I said at the start of the show, it's Monday and Tuesday. If you're in the US, which I know a lot of our listeners are in the US, you are 3 a.m. Eastern start Sunday, Monday, um, or Pacific. I'm pretty sure... It's midnight, but it might be 11. Hey, you can watch whatever Battle Royal they've got on beforehand if you want to do that. So, yeah. So, the first show, the, the overall, this obviously, due to the pandemic, and, over, and just bad booking, really. This hasn't been the best year for New Japan. Um, not, not the best year at all. Probably the worst year since I've been watching um, the company. And these cards, they pretty much tell you that. Um, 
it's the first time this year that you really notice the people say that I've strongly I've seen a lot of opinions on this. People say that New Japan don't miss the elite. They do. They do. I'm sorry, but they do. They they definitely miss the elite, and they if they didn't don't miss the elite, they certainly miss the imports. I mean, on this show we'd have we'd have had Moxley, definitely. We'd have had Jericho, definitely. I'm sorry, I just went a bit quiet because I thought I knew Brody Lee really wanted to wrestle in New Japan, but we would have had, uh, we would have had those. We would have had Jericho, and we would have had uh, Moxley, without a doubt, on this show. I think there were rumors they were doing. In fact, looking at the card, the fact that um, Tanahashi is facing the great Okan, let's pretty. I'm pretty sure Moxley would have faced Tanahashi. Or at worst, we would have seen Kenta versus Moxley, which I don't really want to see. But I think we would. I think we would have had Moxley versus Kenta probably August September time, and then we would have built towards um, Tanahashi against Moxley. Hopefully, this time next year we're getting ready to watch that match because I'd love a bit of Tanahashi against Moxley. Still waiting for that Moxley Ishi rematch. Um, but yeah, so let's go through the cards. So night one. Is it night one? Is it day one? Who cares? It's definitely morning one for me. Um, it's, it's definitely night one for the people in the states, but. Six, as usual with these New Japan um, pandemic shows, I'll tell you what annoys me, right? They've got people in there. I'm looking at Corrigan Hall when I saw a little glimpse of it. I saw a photo of it today for the All Japan show, yeah. They're all in there, all cooked up together. They've all got masks on. So maybe I'm just thick, but is, is it really in the world if they make a bit of noise? Are these clap crowd doing my head in? It's a bit frustrating, but um, if, if this is another note, by the way, people might not know. They, I think they was hoping to get 10,000 at least into the Tokyo Dome, but new restrictions in Japan meant they had to stop selling tickets, so both nights are only going to have 5,000 people in, which is a shame. 5,000 people in that big Tokyo Dome setting is going to be really noticeable. Um, but yeah, so let's get in. So as I said, six match, they're all six match cards. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a shorter Wrestle Kingdom than usual. We don't have any of the tags that we usually get, but as as has been the theme in recent years, we're going to have a junior match open the show, which is going to be a really good match. Hiromu against El Fantasmo um, is the winner of the best of the Super Juniors in Hiromu versus the winner of the what was it, the J Cup that was on the other week. Um, in ELP, these two, I'm not sure if they faced before, I've certainly never seen them in the ring, I don't think, actually they might have had a match in the best of the Super Junior, no, they won't have done because Hiromi was out at the other year, so I think this might be a first time meeting, these two will have a really good match, um, it's going to be very flippy obviously, but um, these two are going to have a really good match, I think Hiromu is going to win, There's not. I can't see ELP going on to face Ishimori the next night, so yeah, Hiromu wins this match in what I'm predicting to be a very, very good match. So that'll be a hot open to the show. Uh, we then get for the tag team titles. What is it called? Are they called Dangerous Techers or whatever? But it's Zack Sabre and Taichi. The much improved Taichi. The much now deservedly appreciated Taichi after his last few years of really good matches um, against G.O.D. Yeah, this ain't ma- this ain't a match I'm looking forward to. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be at that three, three and a quarter star range. But I don't get excited by matches like that. This match doesn't do anything for me. When you look when you're thinking that Zack had matches with Ishii, um Ishii, where's Ishii on these two cards? Have I missed something here? Unless I've missed a match here, I don't have Ishii on any of these matches, which would be a crime. But I'll see, I'll see. Um so yeah, that's the tag match. Um 
I'm hoping GLD win because I want Zach and Taichi to get single runs, but wouldn't surprise me if Zach and Taichi retain the titles. I'm going to go with Zach and Taichi retain. Um, right, for the right to challenge US champion Moxley, it is Kenta versus last minute replacement for Juice Robinson, Kojima. I'd probably sooner see Kenta versus Kojima than I would Kenta versus Juice Robinson, which I've seen numerous times. Um, I bet Kenta and Juice Robinson have got a few stories about how much they disliked NXT. But yeah, Kenta vs. Kojima. Be a hard-hitting affair. Should be good. Should be all right. It'll be fine. Around that three-star range. And Ken, nobody wins this match. But Kenta. Kenta will win this match. Next. Tanahashi versus the Great All Calm. Great All Calm has no right to be on this level. People complained when Jay White was given the big Tanahashi match at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, sorry. At Wrestle Kingdom. They wouldn't complain if they realised they were getting the Great Old Khan three years later. Great Old Khan, no right to be in this match. I really don't care about it. If Tanahashi can get anything above three stars out of this, he's worked an absolute miracle. I think Tanahashi is... I mean, to be honest, I think he's going to lose. I think he's going to lose this match via screw job and turn heel. I think he's going to turn heel on Okada in the next match against Will Ospreay. These, I fought this for a while, and these matches are back-to-back, yeah? So I think Great Okan is going to shock the world, beat Tanahashi, and then Tanahashi is going to turn on Okada in the next match. Maybe it's fantasy booking, maybe it's not. But yeah. Great Okan is going to beat Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. A sentence I never wanted, expected, or needed to say. Um, next, we've got the match. I've wanted to see this match at a Wrestle Kingdom, or on a big stage for years. They had classic match in Rev Pro, classic, classic match in the G1, not this year, the year before. They did face each other in this year's G1, but that was more um, storyline-driven match. They had an unbelievable match in the G1 at Corican Hall um, the other year. Where The only thing is, I kind of didn't want to see Heel Osprey against Okada. I certainly didn't want to see his group... Like if I if I want Osprey to win, cause he's probably one of my favourite wrestlers to watch, along with Okada, really. But um, I do think Osprey. I think Osprey should be in the main event scene as a top babyface. I'm not a big fan of this character he's portraying, but we'll see. It's only early on. Um, but as wrestling one on one goes, Osprey beat him. Yeah, Osprey beat him. Osprey turned heel on him. So, you think Okada gets the big win here at the big event, which I do think will happen, but I think Tanahashi's going to turn heel after this match. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be the next night. Maybe it won't happen at all. Maybe it'll be um, a New Year's Dash on the Wednesday, but we'll see. New Year's Dash? Not even... There's nothing to preview that because we don't have a card, but that will be a fun show. On Wednesday, wow. So, on Wednesday, we've got New Year's Dash. (laughs) We've got New Year's Dash, New Year's Evil, and New Year's Smash. New Year's Smash, New Year's Evil, and New Year's Dash. Jesus Christ. Flipping out. Wednesday is our big day. Um, So, yeah. So, hopefully, the match isn't all about Osprey's heel work and interference. No interference, Gado. Calm down with the interference. I want Okada and Osprey to go out there and have a five-star match at Wrestle Kingdom. Speaking of five-star matches, next we've got Naito versus Ibushi for the IWG world title. Now, people might disagree with how they've got there. I'm one of them. It wasn't particularly great. It wasn't wasn't that bad, but didn't make much sense, but it's fine. We've got Naito versus Ibushi in the main event. 
these two always have crazy matches together. I was there for one of them. I was there for um, the Supercard of Honor match in MSG. That was a great match. They had that crazy match still sitting in my head where Bushi took that head bump off the ring apron. Hopefully, they're both okay after this match. Nightles had some words saying he's sick of people who don't wrestle telling them what they can and can't do in a match. People aren't criticising them. They're just asking them to be careful. But these two, I think, are going to go out there and have a great match. Hope they are. This show, the whole Wrestle Kingdom week, relies on this double main event for me. And hopefully it delivers. It's just tough to... Prediction-wise, can't see them doing Naito versus JY the next night. Ibushi's going to win this. Ibushi's going to win this and get his big coronation. Yeah, Ibushi's going to win. So, yeah. So, I am a bit more interested in the show after previewing it than I would be have previously been beforehand right so that's night one day one morning one evening one whatever you want to call it night two this card isn't great king of pro wrestling fatal four-way i think it the it's decided from the battle royal the night before i don't know and i don't care i'm not interested in this this will be shit so yeah that's your first match i don't know who i'm gonna pick so i don't know who's in it so whatever um, Kanemaru and Desperado versus Master Wato and Taguchi for the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles. Couldn't care less. Couldn't have told you at any point over the last few years who the champions of this division is. Yeah, don't care. We're a show and yo, by the way. Oh well. Um, yeah, not interested in this. Um, I don't know. Who, who do I even predict to win? I'll go with Kanemaru and Desperado to retain because I don't know and I don't care. Next, never open weight, Shingo versus Jeff Cobb. We know what we're going to get. I would have preferred to have seen Shingo with maybe an Ishii, with maybe a... Where's Suzuki? It's just... So, please tell me Suzuki's... Have I missed something here? Suzuki's not on this card. Or is she? Maybe some New Japan diehard, yeah, that hasn't, like, that is, like, obsessed with looking at the show. Where is Suzuki and Ishii? Are they in the Battle Royal? Have I missed it? What? Why are the two two people who've had two of the best years in the company not on the show? And Sonada versus Evil R. Um, yeah, Shingo, Jeff Cobb, it'll be very good. They had a good match in the G1. I don't think it's going to break four stars, but it should be very good. <sighs> With a rate, they changed the title. Shingo should retain, but I'm going to go with Jeff Cobb. I think Jeff Cobb, maybe with the help of Tanahashi. Who knows? Um, Jeff Cobb, I'm joking. Jeff Cobb wins this match for me. Um, Sonada versus Evil. Sonada is the most... Sonada and Evil have just been awful this year. Sonada's always awful, but Evil's normally all right, but his heel turn absolutely flopped. It was horrific. It ruined the year for the company this match has go-away heat with me. I don't want to watch it, but I will. Um, Sonata wins? Nah, no, Evil wins and keeps the feud going, unfortunately. I'll go with Evil. Go with Evil. Um, Ishimori versus what we'd assume to be Hiromu for the junior heavyweight title. Now, this is our best chance of a great match. See, see these two shows are just two double main events. Everything else on the cards is just lackluster, pretty much, apart from that opener on night one. But yeah, Ishimori versus Hiromu, it's going to be, I think. Um, these two had that legendary match um, in the Best of the Super Juniors final, what, two and a half years ago now at Korokanol, just before Hiromu got his injury, and I think Hiromu's going to win. He's going to win. He needs to, hopefully he loses and he, got to, and he starts being a heavyweight, but 
I can't see anything but Hiromu winning here. And yeah, hopefully they give us another classic match. Main event. Wow, day two is shit. Main event, Naito or Ibushi versus Jay White. We're going with Ibushi. Um, Ibushi and Jay White had a... Who was it, Naito and Jay White last year at Wrestle Kingdom? No, it was Ibushi and Jay White on night two of Wrestle Kingdom last year. They had a stinker of a match then, but they had a great match in the G1 18 months ago. And they had a good match in the G1 this year, if I remember as well. So I'm sure they'll have a good match. Sure there'll be lots of fuckery. The whole thing about this is who's going to win. Tough one. I think Jay White's going to win. I don't see what sense it makes for Ibushi to have his big crowning moment. Yeah. To just beat Jay White the next night. Bit of a, I think he's going to have his big crowning moment. Finally, finally. He gets the belt at Wrestle Kingdom after all the setbacks over the last few years. He finally gets it. And that horrible heel, Jay White, takes it away from him the next night. So I'm saying Jay White wins the belt to end Wrestle Kingdom. And yeah, dream match. Dream-wise, it'll be Ibushi retains and Kenny Omega appears on the big screen. And Kenny Omega's coming, the belt collector's coming to take the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. But I think I'm dreaming with that one and I think Jay White's going to win. So I'm going to go with Jay White for that one. So yeah, that's it. That's it, Wrestle Kingdom. I'm glad, well, I'm not glad I'd like to be there, but really, I'm not going to be sat there devastated. I'm not there for this. This is the weakest two... Wrestle Kingdom cards that you're likely to see. Obviously, the pandemic's played its part in that. But, hey, I'm sure come Tuesday night, we'll be like, yep, they were two good shows, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, that's your Wrestle Kingdom previews. Hopefully, I've made you a bit more excited or a bit more interested in the show than you would have been prior to this. Um, I think I'm, I'm excited. Night, day one does look like a decent show overall. Um so yeah, that, I think I previewed every show for you. We previewed every New Year's War, New Year's Smash, New Year's Dash, New Year's Evil, New Year's Sonata. We've previewed everything for you. We previewed both Wrestle Kingdom shows. And yeah, sit back, enjoy Wrestle Kingdom Monday. Um, enjoy your weekend. Um, subscribe to the show. Please give us a five-star rating on Apple because that really does help us. Um, subscribe, Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling, or on Twitter at WWE versus AEW, and yeah, we're on YouTube as well, so yeah, previewed everything for you, I hope you've enjoyed the show, I enjoyed recording the show, I am now going to get back to my TV and carry on watching The Sopranos, because Brighton versus Wolves does nothing for me. I'm not watching Wolves again this season. They're a boring side to watch this year. Um, so, yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. The first show of 2021 is done with. And, yeah, I will hear... I will speak to you all Monday after night one of Wrestle Kingdom, where Tanahashi will have lost to the Great Khan. See you later, everyone. <laughs>